I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Nothing will stop the Satanic total release. Stop pestering Satan. Welcome to the place we are so sick of the question, why Satan? We named a podcast after it. On today's podcast, I get rid of the intro segment, and I end up with two segments, the A and B segment, which I didn't plan on, but hey, today was Inauguration Day, and I wanted to talk about it, and it became far more than a simple intro segment. And then we move on to why I believe that 2020 was indeed a satanic year. And at the end of the B segment, I give a little preview about what I'll be talking about next week, which is what I call the ghost stories we tell ourselves and why we trick ourselves with our own memories. And I give an example from my own past. But before we do that, we need to party a little bit because the trash has been taken out today and it's not coming back. So as I sit here and record this, it is January 20th. It is currently almost 9 p.m. at this point. Today was a today was a thing. I don't know if anyone else was hanging around today waiting to see what ship might happen or if anything um very close to the 6th would end up happening. Surprisingly no. And I'm not too sure if the reason for that is because the government did a good job on clamping down on people if they arrested um, people in advance. If most people who were going to cause a problem had already gone on the 6th, then those are the people they arrested. If the fact that a certain person was no longer on Twitter helped. If the fact he didn't give a speech today probably helped. But today went relatively smoothly for the most part. I can't think of any major hiccups that happened. I will say I'm pleasantly surprised. Not only because things went pretty good, I'm actually a bit surprised on things that happened today. Is is those of you who have heard me talk about how I think this administration's going to go, I I've had the idea that it it's largely going to be a holding action. And it's going to try to stop the bleeding, even if it's not necessarily because of the people in charge, but because a lot of the bleeding we're having goes against what we viewed as normal. However, the executive orders that were signed today make me a little more cautiously optimistic. They make me a bit more cautiously optimistic. And the reason for that is because a lot of them didn't need to be done. There were some things that he promised that he was going to do, like the mask wearing, the COVID stuff. There was other things that he did that wasn't like a big thing, like the Keystone Pipeline. He could have just sort of like sat on it and not really done that much about it and Like, honestly, I had forgotten all about the Keystone Pipeline. I'm going to admit that is not something that I remembered too much about till they started talking about it. I will also note that the other thing that I didn't know that he could do just by himself is the Paris Accord. I didn't know we could just join the Paris Accord Accord again. They could have not done that. 
Um, the H, uh, yeah, WHO. I didn't know we could just redo that at the sign of pen. I thought it'd have to go through Congress again. I thought reentry would be through Congress, and that that's what I was hearing through everybody who was talking about it. So Maxie's pretty surprised. Uh, what personally helps me is extending the moratorium on uh, student loans. That is um, very helpful to me, I will be honest. Since, well, student loans suck. And, uh, yeah, the fact currently still not working because of schools being closed, not helping. So that helped me a bit. Some of the equality stuff that was signed, didn't expect that. So I was talking to another uh, fellow Satanist on a Discord on Baphomet. And we got into a discussion how it kind of seems like they're planning on doing a lot of the actual progressive things, such as the Green New Deal, without actually calling it the Green New Deal. And we, we had a little discussion whether that was a good thing or bad thing. And... Part of the discussion was, well, it sort of takes away from the um, progressive moving forward. It makes it seem like the progressives aren't getting things done. In the discussion, though, it was pointed out, like I mentioned, at least like my point of view. And my point of view is that I think progressives and honestly, I think most Satanists probably fall under progressives. I don't see how one could be a conservative Satanist. It'd be very confusing to me. Uh, Church of Satan, maybe. But modern Satanism, I I don't see how you could be conservative. I could see being progressive center, but I think a lot of Satanists are more uh, progressive-leaning. But the way I I viewed it is that the the right likes their slogans. They don't really... I'm not saying they don't care about the what's actually in a thing, but they like their slogans. For example, NAFTA, which Trump railed against, the right always rails against. Well, we don't want NAFTA. It's a bad deal for us. The deal that Trump actually signed for the trade agreement between Canada and Mexico, it's not that different from NAFTA. It's just he didn't want something that Obama put into place. And we see that in a few places. They, they'll rally against a certain thing, and then they don't want it. Well, no, they rally against a certain thing by name. They don't want it. But then sometimes when they talk about something, it's very confusing because they'll advocate for something. and Or they'll say, well, why don't we just have this? And you look at them, and you get very confused because you wonder that that is what we are looking for. That is what we want. A great example, a great example. They love to talk about energy independence. They love it, they love it, they love it. However, I don't know why. They seem to be locked in on oil, and it's because people have sold them that energy is oil, that, that is the most efficient way, and that that's the slogan they've been fed. And without just going on that tangent and sideline, just the fact that they like slogans. They like words. And today, I heard someone note, I, not my friend, I'm not really friends with any conservatives, but someone I know tangentially noted that, well, looking at all the uh, Green New Deal stuff he's doing, he's like, well, 
this is environmental bullshit, but at least it's not the Green New Deal. It's like, okay, no one tell them. I, I'm not joking. If if they can get their jollies and say, well, Joe Biden's not doing the Green New Deal, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't care if this administration does get Green New Deal stuff done and they get to laugh how, well, look at you. You elected the centrist and you didn't get what you wanted. Hey, if if they get to laugh at us while we get stuff done, I don't care. I think that's that's something else to think about with just the difference between really progressives and even just the left in general and the right, that they seem to have this idea that, well, they, they like to score points, like the whole liberal tears bullshit. And sometimes we joke around like MAGA tears and shit, but I, I don't give a fuck how they feel about something. I really don't. I don't give a shit if they're angry. I don't give a shit if my opinions make them angry. I mean, sometimes when someone's a real asshole, I'll actually enjoy seeing them uncomfortable. Example would be uh, some politicians that like to freak out, uh, like Rappaport, who, um, who is known for being the person who likes to bitch about Lucian Greaves all the time about the Ten Commandments. I, I like seeing him freak out about things. It, it is funny. It, um, a million moms, I like uh, watching them freak out. Partly because I know that they're never going to do anything useful. They're never going to be advocates of policies that actually help anyone. And they're never going to be in a position that's actually going to help anybody. So, hey, if they can be miserable for a little bit because of things that we get done, great. But I think it's important as Satanists, we look at really what's important. We, we criticize ourselves I think it's very important not, let me, okay. What I'm trying to say is, I see some people who are fairly angry that Bernie didn't win and are already writing off this administration completely. And I think that's a bad take because here's why. If you look at the satanic tenants, the our tenants, at least those who follow go by the tenants, a lot of them are about trying and going forward and doing one's best, not not being perfect, not being perfect, and not expecting perfection on the first try, or not even expecting it to do well on the first try, but we've seen that we've seen this last election. Accelerationism doesn't work. If it worked, we'd have... We'd probably have someone to the left of anyone in Europe right now if accelerationism worked. And one could say that, well, a, lo a lot of that is because of the political party system we're in. And yeah, probably. Probably. It, the political party system we are in definitely tries, and even just the government itself definitely tries to keep things from moving too quick and while that does suck it can suck especially when we we see problems and we want to go forward i want you i want everyone to think about something 
if it was how we'd like it, and we'd be able to get a lot done very, very quickly and without any issues, really think about with how clunky things are in government. Think about how much more damage Trump could have... No, Trump could have done. I said his name. I, I, I've already said on Twitter and other places on Discord that I'm not going to say his name anymore. So that's going to be... I'm going to try to keep that as the last time. From now on, I'm just going to refer to him as trash. Uh, as I've I've said to other people, I'm just referring to him as trash from now on. But I think it's important to not... I think it's important to not look at the journey we have to go on and be discouraged that we're walking and we only have gone a short distance. And yeah, it sucks. But I don't think we can be discouraged. A lot has gotten done. And not really like legally, but socially. If you look at some of the topics we're talking about right now, and even just things have, that have been uh, entered into just public discussion, it, it's a lot different than it was just a year or so ago. Just the Black Lives Matter protests, like, a lot of people look at that and go, well, it didn't really accomplish anything. I, I think it did. Considering, I remember when the last time something like this happened. And it, the consciousness in the country, it didn't last very long. It maybe went for like a month, maybe two, three at the most, at the most. This has legs. And, and I think, honestly, believe it or not, I think we can owe a lot of that to coronavirus. I'll get to that when I get into my the segment that I planned on being the main segment, my little year in review, and why I actually think 2020, as shitty as that year was, was actually truly a satanic year. And we'll, we'll get to that. And, and I know this intro section's a bit long, and not all of my intro sections will be short. Uh, they normally just have been. But I think, I think there's a cautious optimism to be had. We don't always need to be pessimistic. And I know, I know, the last four years have... It's its hard. It can be hard to actually think that anything might get done or think that anything could happen or think that anything decently well might come out of something. It's hard. It's been difficult. I know that there are people, probably... I, there's, I know that there's people who um listen to this podcast who... Trump has been their whole political activism and just uh, basically worldly conscious life that these past four years or so, all they have known politically and through issues and advancement has been Trump. They've just seen nothing else. Remember, there's people who voted in this election who were 14. 14, 14, 15 when it started. And that's that's a thing to think about. That there there's people who have only known this type of nonsense. And I, I made a joke uh, to some people when I saw 
um, the new press secretary of the White House talking, and I noted that this is a complete and utter travesty. They've been talking for 30 minutes, and they've yet to insult someone. They've yet to call someone ugly or threaten to kick someone out of the press room. It actually did feel weird, and that's kind of fucked up. And yeah, it it sucks that we can't get everything done right now. It sucks, but we got knocked down hard, hard. And so it's good to have a little optimism, but we can't have too much because I know this isn't a political podcast, but in my opinion... While Satanism is not just only about politics, as I've said repeatedly, it's its own religion. But I do think the views of Satanism do point towards certain uh, beliefs and morals, which they definitely do. And sometimes those morals are definitely political. And I think that we need to keep focus on just moving forward. We don't need to be discouraged. Being discouraged doesn't help. Um, It doesn't. But I do think we can't be too optimistic. And that's just sort of my opinion of today. But again, like I've said, I am cautiously optimistic. But we do need to be ready to call this administration on any bullshit we see. So far, the bullshit I've seen is the religious stuff. Just talking about religion, talking about God. It's like... It's it's annoying, but after the four years, it's not the worst thing I've dealt with. Granted, that doesn't mean I'm okay with it. That is something else we need to be careful of, very careful of. That we do not say, well, this feels better, so I'm okay with it. No, there are certain things that aren't as bad, but we still shouldn't be okay with. And mark my words... Uh, again, on some political things. Mark my words, you are going to see the right finally start to care about budgets. They're going to push more about abortion again and complain that uh, the administration, blah, 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 blah. Uh, They're going to whine about that a lot more. The budget, yeah, that's going to be a thing. Uh, David Pakman, if anyone knows who they are, Send out a, a tweet earlier that they were joking, noting that um, Republicans are going to wake up in the morning and wonder uh, who, why the administration has not done anything about these 400,000 deaths in the United States from the coronavirus. And it's a joke. I'm not too sure it's going to be a joke. I wouldn't be shocked if we do see some Republicans wondering why well, why hasn't Biden done anything about this? Or why hasn't this new administration done anything about this? Mark my words. We're going to see it. It's going to be a thing. And I'm really just curious how it's going to go. But cautiously optimistic. But we need to be ready to call up bullshit and push when we need to push. Because remember, um, they don't have... Uh, big majority so we do have to take that into account they can't get everything done but we can try to push them a bit I, n- I know I normally try not to the last month or so has been a bit heavy political and 
hopefully, unless something insane happens, next show I'm going to maybe do something about ghosts and about how we sort of trick ourselves into believing certain things, rewriting our own memories. I've actually done that to myself. Um, things like that. Just sort of like reasons why some people believe in ghosts and supernatural things and miracles and things like that. It's a subject that's fascinated me. However, for right now, we're going to jump to the quote-unquote main segment, which honestly, it's more a segment B, since it's probably going to be the same length as this segment at this point. But we're going to move on to that segment and talk about the year of 2020 and why I actually think some good things came out of it. As much of a shitty year as it was. And it, um, it was indeed a satanic year. You've heard it said throughout this entire year that 2020 was evil. It was cursed. It was demonic, satanic. It needed to be thrown into a dumpster fire. There was something wrong with 2020. Things like that. Now, 2020 sucked. Don't get me wrong. But I do think that they are right. I do think that it was a satanic year. And not the way they mean it. I think a lot of decent stuff came out of this year. Yes, it sucked. This year was shit. But I do think sometimes you have to go through shit to get to some decent points. And I will say that there were a few good things that, as I've already said, came out of this year. One of them, just to pull a random one out of a hat that is on my list, is the Virginia General Assembly. It passed a resolution ratifying equal rights. Now, this was mostly, uh, I believe, female equal rights. It did have some LGBTQ stuff in it, which is pretty good, especially for Virginia. They've been fighting this bill for quite a while. And I do believe, as much as the coronavirus sucked, we do have to look at some good stuff that could have came out of it. Yes, we wish it didn't happen, but it did. But some stuff, I believe, did come out of it, namely... I think the Black Lives Matter protest could not have happened without the coronavirus. And hear me out. The pandemic highlighted a lot of issues that we already had. Income issues, health care issues, inequality issues. And it had people on edge. What it also did, it gave people time. There were lockdowns. People weren't working. There were some people who were laid off, which sucked. However, people did have free time. And that's one of the hardest things about protests is you need to show up. And it can be hard to protest on the weekends sometimes. Especially if you're protesting an official building, which is not open on the weekends. It's partly why I think the Black Lives Matter protests wouldn't have gone on as long and been as visual or had as many participants if it wasn't the virus, if we didn't have it. The lockdown gave people time to protest. Even though by the time the protests happened, a lot of lockdowns were being lifted, it it still gave time, especially in the Northeast, which, and in the Seattle area, California. And 
I think the pandemic just caused people to have enough. People had enough. And the lead up to the Black Lives Matter protests, it was the last straw. People were sick of the pandemic. People were sick of the last four years. The pandemic was the final straw that broke the back. And what led up to the Black Lives Matter protest was the shove. So I think we do, weirdly and bizarrely enough, have to owe the protests to coronavirus. As strange as that is. So, made something good out of shit. So apparently you can shine shit. Then we have Black Lives Matter. People say, well, what what did it do? And, yeah, it, it didn't accomplish everything. But, you, like I said in the first segment, and this is one of the few times I've actually done the segments in order... You can't do anything all at once. It's it's hard. It's it's hard in our system. It, as much as we'd like to change it, we just can't change it automatically. If, if wishes were uh, Baphomets, we'd have a million. But it did do some things. And as stupid as this sounds, as stupid as this sounds, I do think it's important. Ask, ask people from the South more. If you live in the Northeast or the West, like California and West, North, Northwest, or some of the more liberal parts of the country, but, but ask people in the South, especially like some of your not super liberal friends, the ones who were kind of wishy-washy, ask them if their views changed. You look at someone like on Fox, it seems like no, then I was going to change. But if you look at polls, it it did. V- views changed. Flags were changed. The flag, I mean, flags were changed. They, The Confederate flag is now banned from NASCAR. The um, Redskins, that's... How long has that taken? Think, I want you to think about that. Think. And it seems so stupid that, wow, a a team name changed, but it's important. How long has that fight been? I remember that fight. I remember that argument back, fuck, long time ago. I remember when Bush, when Bush Jr. was was there, when he was in office. I I remember that coming up and it, it was, it was, most people didn't care about it. And and now it protests happen. There was these conversations. Boom! It it's gone. It changed. A lot of little stupid things. Well, not they're actually not stupid things. A lot of things that people think are stupid change. And honestly, that's that's part of systematic racism. Is the little things, the little things that seem acceptable, and that just make it easier for racism. Think about, like, the, just the little things, like, fucking, I don't know, Aunt your mama on the pancakes. Yeah, it seemed like, well, they removed a mascot on the pancakes. What does that matter? It it matters. It's It makes little bits of racism that are here and there not acceptable anymore. And yeah, that doesn't stop the fucking, someone like Mitch McConnell, who, phew, We've gotten trash out of office, but he's he's still in there. He's still an asshole, the evil turtle. Um, it won't change people like him. 
It won't change people like fucking Josh Haley, who's a racist piece of shit. But it will... It will... It makes things less easy for them. It makes things so... It doesn't come up. It's not acceptable. We we saw police brutality on the streets. And yes, if if you watch Fox, you think it's, well, it's not a thing. And it's been... If you have if you're forced to watch Fox because of family or just like whatever, like sometimes when I deal with my family, I have to like sit through like Fox, and sometimes you'll notice that I comment about Fox shit. It's because I was at my where my grandmother is, and I was helping out with something, and I had to deal with that being on TV. And sometimes I rant about Fox, and that's because I'm I blow my top. But if you actually look at actual people and actual news and actual feelings of people of real people thing things change things it's not obvious like we haven't completely re- uh redone the system but but progress is good even if it's slow it sucks that it's slow but it's better than going backwards and then in the weirdest um the weirdest turn that we did not see coming was the Supreme Court's ruling on LGBTQ work rights, where it noted that, yes, in fact, that the equal protection laws apply to LGBTQ. Who saw that coming? I didn't. I didn't at all. I listened to a great legal podcast called Opening Arguments. The, one of the hosts on there, Andrew Torres, is probably one of the most optimistic lawyers I've ever seen. He didn't think that was going to happen. He thought it was a great argument, but he thought the Supreme Court was going to torpedo the damn thing. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's like, I, I see the people on the right like say that, well, John Roberts isn't a secret, secret liberal. We know that's not the case, but um, do, do we know that the... the uh, Liberals don't have a shapeshifter that sometimes shows up for John Roberts and Gorshak? Uh, need to look into that. Because, uh, again, I didn't expect that. And then we have renewed talks about universal income. We have serious discussion now about a $15 minimum wage, which, that's big. That that'll help people. I mean, it's not it's not what's needed. We need probably more help than that, but it's better than nothing. It's again, that's a lot of things. It's better than nothing, and we just have a mess to get through from the past years. And hey, if twenty twenty shows us anything, it's that I do believe that good shit can come out of horribleness. Uh, we got. Fucking, not only is Trash gone from office, but he's completely banned from Twitter, which, like I said in the A segment, I think that that's what stopped riots today, was that he was not on Twitter and he didn't have a platform. We have, hey, we have a fucking crackdown on insanity, which is QAnon. They're being thrown off social media, which I'm all for free speech, but... Those people are lunatics, and they need to go. They're dangerous, as I've said here before. 
Um, so we have that going for us. So, so good things did happen this this past year. Not enough to make up for what happened, uh, but good things did happen, and we'll see what goes on. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, this year will be better, and and I do think it will be. I don't know why I have optimism. Maybe it's just that I think today people sort of breathe the sigh of relief that trash was gone and it feels better i i do think anxiety anxiety is not good it causes a lot of problems and another thing we do have to thank coronavirus for as shitty as it was i do think that coronavirus which again like i said did help the black lives matter protests i do think those two things are what took down trash which then leads to stuff that might happen this year. We have the the Betsy DeVos thing, which she wanted to put in rules in school to completely cause just a nightmare for transgendered students. Luckily, that rule wasn't even propagated yet, so they don't even need to sign a bill or anything or sign an executive order for that. They can just not do it, which is good. Granted, they probably should, should still an executive order for it, but yeah, 2020, shit year. It didn't have some pretty good stuff. Now, like I noted in the A segment, the past month or so, I've been talking a bunch about politics, and yeah, that that's not what I wanted to do on the outset. That wasn't my plan. But it's important. As I've noted in other shows, I, I do think politics and morals are highly connected. But next week, hopefully next week, like I said, sometimes for now, because even though I'm currently not working, my life is still... I still have a shit ton of stuff to do. Cause, because I'm not working, I'm now the person who has to do all the things. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I've been working towards every week. My plan for next week is getting into something I've called in my notes, ghost stories we tell ourselves. And my plan for that comes from, and I'll give, I'll give a little story here, even though it's not really part of the main segment, whatever. I'm the quote unquote main segment slash B segment was short this week. But he, he, uh, here's my story. When I was younger, my my family was into ghost stories. The area around my house had all different types of ghost stories. So, and people, my friends had ghost stories, and my fam- members of my family had ghost stories. And I didn't. It was always something that bothered, like, weirdly bothered me that I didn't have a ghost story. So, one day... I'm coming down from my room. I have this giant mug that I normally drink water out of. I fill it with water at the start of the night. I put it down uh, so I can have something to drink at night. So one day I'm coming to my room and I drop it and I break the handle. I don't smash it. Luckily, I just shear the handle off. I don't know why. Probably because I was young and there was pressure to do ghost stories. And someone asked, well looked at the mug because it looked like it was broken off like 
it was weird. It looked like the handle was cut off. And they asked me, well, like, did someone knock that out of your hand? How did that happen? And my brain automatically went to, yeah, no, um, I came out of my room and I swear I saw a figure at the top of the stairs when I went to turn and they were at the top of the stairs and they hit the mug right out of my hand and um member of my family stated that well that makes sense it looks like a your mug looks like a beer stein and it makes sense that an adult especially when this place was built it was all pig farms they would see they would see a child with a um because I I, I was like I don't remember how old I was 14 10 I don't remember it was long enough ago that it's fuzzy. But they would see a kid with a, a beer stein or beer, and they would knock it out of their hand. And that that's how that story happened, was I suddenly had a story. And at the time, even at the time, I wasn't quite sure if it was true. Like, at the time when it happened, I knew exactly what happened. I knew I, I, knew, I, I, knew I dropped it. But as time went on of telling the story to different family members and friends and siblings because they'd ask like what happened like and so I just tell the story and I slowly began to remember the events as I told them and for a long while I I convinced myself that that's what happened and it's freaky and I and yeah so you can convince yourself of of things and that's sort of what I plan on the next show being about is I want to I've been doing research on how our memories aren't great how we change our own memories uh, I've been trying to look up uh, mass hallucinations which aren't necessarily always hallucinations sometimes they the quote-unquote hallucinations people didn't see at the time but remember seeing it later and it's just interesting. And the more I look into it, the more interesting it is. And maybe, depending on how much research I do, if I have time, I might also get into... If not, then I'll save this for the week after. Or another week. Uh, is all the bullshit around ghost hunting. Which, I got like super happy. Like I don't have anyone to play that new ghost game, Phantasma something, where you hunt ghosts. But I, I was big in, I, I, when I was younger, I was big into that. Like, basically before I became an atheist, I was big into that. And I was I was kind of disappointed when I found out it was all bullshit. And, uh, yeah, that made me a little sad for a very short amount of time. And, like I've talked about before, when I was just an atheist, I was a little sad that I didn't get to play with occult shit anymore. And then I became a Satanist, and I realized that, hey, I can play with shit as much as I want to, as long as I understand it's not real. But that's it for this week. And I'm actually pretty excited about next week. I had just promised I would do my little comment about how this year was satanic. And I definitely wanted to get my thoughts on today, the inauguration. So until next time, this has been Why Satan and hail Satan.
I wanted to play around with the format a little bit and get some uh, new music and sounds, so we'll see how that goes. Might be fun for New Year. <laughs> 